I had a I had a moment this week where I uh, I realized age is just a number. <laughs> As you sit down, <laughs> doing your dad, dad noises. Doing, I was about to say doing your dad noises. <sighs> it's only dads. <laughs> uh, because I mean, we'll talk about it later. But you know, Tom Brady keeps on going, keeps on rolling. Turn what forty two. Yeah, and then then sign an extension. Will we be doing this podcast, you know, 10 10 years from now? Let's go with just 10. And he'll still be playing football. He wants to. (laughs) We'll have a hard time getting up off this couch. (laughs) Still talking about Brady. And he'll still be slinging that pigskin. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Yep. <laughs> Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode number 65. 65. And uh, I don't have a name for it yet. I've been waiting. And my creative juices, they're not flowing correctly. Something's wrong. Just call it training camp sucks. So, but I think I did last season. <laughs> I think I had this episode last year was like uh, preseason sucks or chill, bro. It's the preseason or something like that. All of which still apply. I guess I could do like those titles and then say part two, part do. So, but it's preseason does suck. But it's episode 65. By the time you listen to this, it will have a name. It'll be something fancy because Andrew will say something that makes me laugh and I'll just make that the title like the last episode, something about your shirt. Make me laugh, clown. <laughs> make me a bicycle clown. So, uh, yeah, training camp continues. This episode's going to be all about that. Although I thought you were going to say this episode is brought to you by this episode is brought to you by we don't have one of those yet. One day, though, we hope Dennis from Ohio. I, I think he's still working on me undies. But I'm not sure. I I would be fine just being sp- sponsored by a water or something. <laughs> Should be cases of water. <laughs> <Could> you, <laughs> we just want free water. Um, I I like uh uh, uh what's it called? Life water. That's good. Life water is not bad. I like smart water. Smart water is good. I don't know if it actually makes me smarter, but I like the way it tastes. Core. That's a good water. Core is a good one. I like core. Yeah. Uh, what about the fancy, like the, the, is it Fiji, that water? Fiji's pretty good. Does it, I mean, does it really? That's what that is. Yeah, but I mean, when you, when you drink that, do you go, oh, yes. Fiji. That's definitely from Fiji. No, I don't. <laughs> or does it just taste like the municipal water that source? <laughs> well, yes, they, this one is because I'm just using a Fiji bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it from. Uh, no, I, I, it was funny because I, I saw... Um, Saw so a meme the other day was talking about, you know, as a kid, I was so excited, or not so excited, but when I was a kid, I always thought that the adult drink was, you know, beer and stuff like that. But it was like, as I've become an adult, like, no, water's the adult drink. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. In a bottle as we fill the planet with plastic. <laughs> I go through so much. I discovered, because uh, I'm not drinking Propel anymore. Propel. No more Propel. Uh, but I still needed something with some sort of flavor or I wouldn't drink enough of it. And uh, because when I taste Fiji water, I'm, I'm it just tastes like water. Uh, but I discovered Hint, which has get this a hint, <laughs> a flavor like blackberry and watermelon and so cherry. Like, so it's and like a pineapple. zero carb, zero sugar meal. But imagine, mm, well, no, imagine like bubbly. Yeah. I love bubbly, but not carbonated. So it's that very hint of flavor. But that's cold too little. On, oh, it's delicious delicious i don't know how we got off on a water tangent but i like it Ugh. i like it football players drink a lot of water yeah like that segue stay hydrated stay hydrated there was a football there. movie based on a water boy that was a great movie it's a classic comedy really playing foosball with your friends uh, um in this episode what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about preseason because it keeps going we have games this week both of our teams play their first preseason game uh seahawks play thursday cowboys play saturday yes uh, Cowboys get to play against hashtag Dennis from Ohio's uh, 40 Winers. That's exciting. 
so exciting yeah oh my god hooray um and then the seahawks play in a super bowl 48 rematch (laughs) (laughs) the uh, denver broncos it's gonna not be a rematch at all really but it'll be fun um yeah so we're gonna go over the camp stuff as we usually do talk about the games that are coming up we are gonna do some game picks at the end but we're not gonna have anything like who cares it's just gonna be for fun like oh well you know somebody's gonna win yeah um correct and then we got some news to go over like i said tom brady sign an extension good grief and there's some other stuff we're gonna go with and then uh pay attention because towards the end we're gonna talk more about fantasy football coming up and uh the pigskin pick them which is gonna be fun so uh you ready for this sure you look so awake (laughs) ready to roll (laughs) i'm just waiting for the fiji to kick in (laughs) fiji the the fiji well actually i I, so chelsea went up to to lake chelan and then um that's good water i saw a couple i saw a couple (laughs) a couple bottles in the fridge and i didn't i thought it was i thought it was our friends who came into town and um she goes no i bought those it's like why do you buy fiji i don't know i like fiji like, I, okay well, i i, I saw I'll, I'll i guess i'll drink these i saw it was on sale a couple weeks ago and tried it it was the first time i'd ever had it because i i just i normally just buy water but like smart water or something i really i had a thing for smart water for a long time such a such a westernized problem it is i know as we talk about this yeah <laughs> what kind of water did you buy <laughs> <laughs> oh right there's so many choices i don't like the uh, flavor on my tongue oh i don't like it at all what i noticed and maybe i, I don't i have done enough <laughs> i've done enough research that was him actually drinking water live right on the air <laughs> if he didn't catch that sound effect uh i've noticed that now all of a sudden because life water does and a couple others the ph balance like they're doing different yeah yeah Yeah. so i don't spend enough time in the well i don't spend any time in the gym (laughs) (laughs) but but uh if i did maybe i would understand what those mean well so the the uh the ph thing if you want a more um uh, a high alkaline type of water Uh uh-huh that's you start getting into that whole craze of heavy drinking high alkaline water like a battery uh, yeah <laughs> would like rid you of cancer and all oh. these other things yeah because yeah that's that whole kind right. of thing yeah right 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 right, 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 right. yeah well uh anyways we could, we could do a whole episode <laughs> on water but not today uh let's go right over to you and fill us in on what's going on with cowboys camp right now cowboys camp continues to roll on um let's see yeah as you mentioned getting ready for san francisco so finally get to see a little bit of uh preseason action which again like we talked about last week with the hall of fame game it was good to see football back but it was eh, it's still preseason yeah college football is closer that'll yep. be fun to kind of get us by for at least the, the couple weeks after that until the season begins but um uh still no Ezekiel Elliott sighting um they're still working you know, doing the contract crap and not going to get into that. If you want to look into it, just go on. Notice I didn't even put it on the notes today. Yeah, I was no, like, I, I knew, I knew that if I did, you were going to be like, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's just going to be those things. And once it, once it's done, it'll, it'll be done. But, um, the, um, Cowboys did have their, their annual kind of, they do what's called the blue, blue, white scrimmage. And, um, you know they they do a, a fairly fairly long in depth scrimmage and um, everything that came out of that as far as players that stood out um, I'm I'm telling you the the defense this year I mean it was good last year this defense this year is going to be a problem for a lot of teams um, just watching that and seeing obviously Leighton Van Der Esch but seeing Jalen Smith and kind of the, the even bigger steps he's taking or seems to be taking going into this season. Um, obviously the big talk in the off season and last year and everything was the whole Earl Thomas thing and Earl Thomas, where is he going to sign? Is Dallas going to sign him? Do they want him this, that, and the other? Um, but everything that you're seeing from, uh, Xavier Woods, he looks like he's going to be that, that actual ball hawking, hard hitting safety. That's going to make everybody kind of forget about Earl Thomas and that whole thing. You've got a young player who, um, is all over the field. And I think in the, I think in the blue white scrimmage, I think he had a couple interceptions, um, one off a deflection. And then another one, he made a a good play on the ball, but that's 
now seeing you have obviously depth and experience and the defensive line is a strong defensive line. Obviously, you know who the linebackers are with Sean Lee, Van Der Esch, and Jalen Smith. And now um, with the – well, once Chris Richard came and you kind of saw him, what he was able to do with Byron Jones, you've got a solid cornerback, and now we've got Xavier Woods coming on. I mean, that, now your secondary is, is stepping up. So this, this defense could be something – um to to be uh, or it could be really exciting to watch this coming season and um last year was I mean, it was kind of a i don't want to say a fluke's the wrong word but it, it was like a, a very very pleasant surprise on how well that defense played last year and they'll only be better this year um as far as the offensive side um deck looked good still had you know some troubles here now and then but that kind of goes to show you what this defense is doing um as far as Kellen Moore and what he's been doing, you, you, you're seeing a whole lot, and they're not going to show everything, um, but you're seeing a whole lot more um, pre-snap movements, motions, things. They're running you know, the same plays, but they're running them out of kind of different formations and just doing things just to make the defense think. It's not just, oh, they're going to line up. I know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to run. If it was Zeke, they're going to run you know, right, over, uh, right over off tackle or right, out, right off uh, – um, Right off the inside guard they're not going to not doing any of that they are changing things up and it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of if it if everybody gets it and it starts to, and it works going forward um obviously we'll we'll maybe get a little we'll get a taste of it in preseason but um once the regular season comes it's going to be really interesting to see um, how that all plays out um trying to think if there was anything else that that really stood out about the about the scrimmage now mainly it was mainly just the defense i mean the defense is they are all over the field um so watch out for them it's like the complete opposite of what's going on down in my (laughs) or my camp uh any uh injuries any any concerns no there was uh a couple reports that amari cooper may have gotten hurt uh last during or after we talked last time, wasn't really much. Um, Byron Jones, uh, Byron Jones, obviously dealing with a hip injury. Um, nothing, nothing really major injury wise. Um, uh, as far as any other news, though, we did have, or not we, they did have. Um, do you remember? There was a whole bunch of excitement last year and the year before um, about the whole Rico Gathers experiment. You know, Bay, Bay, a good Baylor high school player. Cowboys drafted him in the sixth round, you know, with a uh, um, compensatory pick, hoping to see if he could maybe turn that athleticism into being like a tight end, a la, you know, like Antonio Gates, that kind of thing. Um, you know, there was a times gather showed some promise, but um, just didn't, couldn't really put it together. A lot of, a lot of reports coming out that he just re- never really got that full, really got fully invested into, uh, you know, into football and into growing and into learning that kind of thing. Um, so anyways, um, floated around with the team last year or for the past three years, he played in 15 games last year with, but only had, you know, three receptions for 45 yards, something like that. Um, but that experiment is now over. So he has now been released in his, in his spot to take off his, or take up his roster spot. They signed, um, uh, DB Tyvis Powell, uh, former Buckeye. So now there's four or five Buckeyes on the team. So, you know, for a while there was always Boise state guys. And now it looks like we got some, uh, competition with the Buckeye crew, but, uh, um, Tyvis Powell, 25 year old guy. Um, I think he was last with, I want to say he was with San Francisco last. could be wrong. Dennis, let us know. Dennis will let us know. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so that, uh, that's over and now everybody can stop getting excited about it when he makes a catch in preseason and this that and the other and uh let's move on yes let's first preseason game is saturday versus the niners you're going santa clara you're going to santa clara the santa clara 49ers santa clarita diet <laughs> never watched that show it was it's, all right it was all right yeah yeah drew barrymore right yes and uh 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 Timothy Oliphant. Ah, oh, I always liked him. Just looks like uh, I don't, I'm just not a big, you know, eating human flesh kind of guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe not my thing. Wash uh, it down with some good, good old water, <laughs> Fiji water. 
<laughs> We're going to get a, a, a water sponsor by the time this one ends. Um, okay, so what are you looking for in this first preseason game? Uh, let's what see. You, what are you looking for? What are you excited for? I'm excited Football. for – well, I'm excited to see um, – and actually, I, now that you mentioned that, I just had a, a um, injury thought too. Actually, there, so we had a little bit of a deal going on with Zach Martin. Uh, he said he was back, was bothering a little bit. Um, had an MRI done. They said it wasn't anything serious, but he still just sounds not – the most thrilled because he's not going to be able to be back immediately. So they're going to um, just go easy on him, not let him push too hard. Uh, obviously, you're not going to see him play on Saturday, most likely, um, or maybe not until the third preseason game. Um, but I'm interested to see how many offensive line starters. I know um, Connor Williams needs to be out there. Obviously, rookie last year, second year guy with, who's added some size this year. Um, anxious to see if they're going to let uh travis frederick play um which will be i mean granted it is preseason but it'll be cool to see him out there in a game um since missing all of last year um kind of a big step for him um on the defensive side i like i was saying in in the in the blue white blue and white scrimmage i want to see the defense against you know anybody other than the dallas offense really interested uh, really interested to see that um and then as far as players, I'll stick with the defense, though. Um, I, I, I want to see how how much better Xavier Woods is. Right. But like we always say, though, take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt because it is just the preseason. Chill, bro. Yes. It's preseason. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you lose all your preseason games. It's, not it's the end really of the fine. Plenty of teams have gone 4-0 in the preseason. And stunk it up in the regular season. It means, means what now? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. It means zero. Uh, do you want to talk a little smack to Dennis for a while? Because <laughs> you're no, playing the Niners. Season. Chill, bro. Because chill, bro. Probably what he would say to me. No, he wouldn't. I mean, he's going to blast you. If, you're, if, <laughs> if, if you lose, he's going to just be like, yeah, man. Niners. Right. Hashtag Jimmy Graps. All right. Hashtag book the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that attitude um i hate the niners i wonder if uh i wonder if grappolo is gonna play that's a great i have not obviously don't follow that i don't i don't either you know he's recovering from the acl and all that jazz i'm wondering if he's gonna be playing at all in this preseason dennis will let us know that too yeah he will he will i'm sure of it uh i i'm actually hoping for just because i was such a big hey jimmy graps is gonna go there and do great things uh except for when they play the Seahawks, I'm actually hoping that Jimmy Graps goes and does great things. Yeah. Because otherwise, yikes. It wasn't a great call there. a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but I will say, though, his, his, contracts, or his contract was one of those first ones that, yeah, it was a lot of money, but it was one of those ones when you look at it, it can be worked out that, you know, they can get out of that and not be completely tanked. So keep that in mind. Granted, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I expect him to. Super Bowls, but. Solid. He'll be the most solid they've had since Kaepernick, for sure. Yep. Um, I mean, that's not hard to do, really. But, yeah, he'll be good. Uh, Seahawks, what's going on there? I have no idea. I apologize. My notes are all over the place today because I just, you know. They look like they're on one page to me. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, I don't, I'm like, injuries, I got all stuff mixed in. <laughs> um, Seahawks had their scrimmage. They do a little scrimmage as well, and they did it up in Bothell, I believe. And they uh, theirs was Saturday, and uh, it went well. Uh, Russell looked really good. Um, and uh, Was he sharp? He, hey, I tell you what. Was he wearing his GNCs? I did. <laughs> want to talk about water he's got that recovery water (laughs) (laughs) that stuff's supposed to be amazing uh yeah um the i i i I, can i bring this up last week i don't remember if i brought it up about i think i did about russell and and give him some credit he's looking really good yeah 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 i did uh so i'll say it again i I, because i continue to read it every single day for all the people i follow on twitter just they're amazed at how sharp russell is and and even today in practice um one of my highlights and standouts is the fact that will disley is out there he caught uh two touchdowns today and some red zone drills 
and one of them apparently Russell the window that he had to actually get the ball to him was the smallest you could possibly have and he threw it perfectly and that's encouraging obviously that they're this early into things and all you hear is how good Russell Wilson looks especially after he just signed his big extension and you know he can probably relax a little bit gain some weight not give a shit (laughs) just sign my deal just sign my deal Look at all my chains. Go Hawks. <laughs> well, no, and it's like the same thing, you know, going down in Oxnard is is just how Dak has been looking and, and how specifically his deep ball has been because they're letting him do that. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely some excitement there. So, And, of course, like we said, it's preseason, so we'll wait and see till the regular season <laughs> to really see what actually happens. See what happens uh, come but, Thanksgiving time. But like you said, to hear that kind of stuff out of camp, it is encouraging because uh, you want to know that everybody is more in sync than obviously being, oh, they had a horrible practice today. You know, yeah. you know, Dak threw a million interceptions. Russell looked awful. Couldn't complete. You know, you don't want to hear that kind of stuff. So to hear it's going well is good. Um, there's some better, be- better than, um, uh, Daniel Jones. Do you see that highlight? No, I did not see that. Highlight. Oh man. It was so bad. Was it so <laughs> ugly? So Daniel Jones, obviously the New York giants pick to supplant, uh, Eli Manning possibly it was which, not a which popular was, pick, which was funny. Cause he kind of looks like Eli Manning, yeah. but, um, anyways, there, there's a, there's a clip where he, he takes the shotgun snap and just kind of throws it to the sideline and like nobody's standing there and everybody's just kind of looking around like, what, what, was, he, what, what was that? <laughs> like, Ooh, that is not going to end well up there. No, it won't. Um, okay, so DK Metcalf, there's a little bit of injury concern there. He did he uh, oblique strain, didn't play in the scrimmage game Saturday, um, but was back out and practicing. I had one report that showed. I thought I saw a video today of him practicing, and then I read something else that he wasn't. He was held out today, but pretty sure I saw a video of him. And of course, we're recording. This is Monday, so by the time you listen to this on Wednesday, who knows? Anything could happen. But uh, apparently, it's it's nothing major. Uh, Ziggy Ansah is actually on nothing target. Major. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I think you're, it has major to, nothing. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, it has to be the other way around. I said it. I was so excited to say it. I said it wrong. <laughs> it's a major issue. <laughs> major issue <laughs> uh we're all over the place tonight folks uh anyway so uh ziggy is on target to play week one which is fantastic news because they were concerned about his shoulder uh and do they ever need help on the defensive line so that is fantastic news like i just mentioned disney looked really good the fact that he is out there doing what he's doing when he he had a torn patellar didn't he something in there his knee blowed up. His knee done blowed up, and he is already out in practice, looking great. Well, he was the, and you know, he, that was the first true tight end that Seattle had that looked like a tight end yes. that was going to help them after the horrible Jimmy Graham experiment and all that business. Um, well, and they, well, not after that, but you also had um, what's his name? You guys let go or traded? Um, there was somebody in between uh, Jimmy Graham and Disley. Oh, what was his name? It was uh, it was another Wilson. Oh yeah yeah yeah, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson, and Luke Wilson was good with the Wilson Wilson connection. But yeah, uh, and now di- <laughs> what? The Wilson to Wilson connection. Well, one had one L, one had two L's in their name. Just saying. So, <laughs> not that that's important. Uh, but yeah, so you got the tight end game. Uh, Disley looked so great last year up until he got hurt, and it was a real bummer because you actually, like you said, you saw. You saw flashes of how good he could possibly be. And I'm excited. If he can stay healthy all year, I think he is going to be a fantastic player at that tight end spot. Um, Ed Dixon, the tight ends, like lots of stories going on about them. Uh, he's weighing surgery on his knee. Carroll said it was nothing major, but it could hold him out for, you know, four to six weeks at the most. Um, Bobby Wagner is going to take a little bit of a break. I'm holding up air quotes there, a break. Um, after having a uh, another air quote moment, little procedure done, and uh, some sort of injection that he's a lot of Seahawks have done, and, and it's not his first either, but uh, 
again, Pete Carroll sounded didn't sound too concerned about it at all. And you know what? Bobby Wagner is one of those players where after just signing his extension and everything else, I'm not worried about him missing time in camp. Yeah. One of those veteran players that doesn't necessarily need it at all. Um, they He'll did be ready when the time comes. Yes. When the time comes. Yes, he will. Uh, more tight end news. They did wave as injured tight ends, uh, Tyron swoops and Justin Johnson. They signed in their place, tight ends, West Saxon, and uh jackson harris so they did make some roster moves um lj collier obviously had that uh uh sprain in his ankle high ankle sprain they're now calling it a rare sprain i keep doing a lot of air quotes and this is not a visual medium so it went from a uh minor sprain to a high ankle sprain to now a, a rare sprain. yeah and it's gonna, so here this whole thing of oh he'll miss preseason but he he might be good to go by the time regular season. it's no i mean he's gonna be out uh for a little bit so don't expect to see him week one week two my guess four somewhere in there so not great again as they are in such desperate need on the defensive side of the ball so that's not great uh what else happened uh more on russell wilson yes i'm a critic of russell wilson i think he can be a little overrated at times and he's definitely overpaid uh (laughs) However, how you really and I'm feel. gonna stick with those opinions, whether you like it or not. I get I'm getting trashed for it by plenty of people. I don't care. Uh, this is my show. It's our show, and I have a microphone. And I have a microphone. <laughs> and if you don't like my opinion on Russell Wilson, too bad for you. Uh, but I will say again, lots of attention to how great of a camp he's having, and people have pointed out. I wish I could be at camp because I want to see some of this stuff. But thank God for Twitter because you can see plenty of video and read plenty of people's things going on there. But I was wondering today, and I can't be the only one wondering this. There are so many offensive, like they just seem to be opening up the offense a little bit more in camp. This is year two of Brian Schottenheimer and his offense. Obviously last year it was super run first. Uh, You could almost predict what they were going to do. Run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Uh, and it worked. I mean, they made the playoffs. Were we all a fan of it? Not so much. But we've had receivers come out and say that, oh, it's really cool that we're, you know, opening up the playbook a little bit more and then going, oops, I probably shouldn't have said that. And my, my thought here is I'm wondering if Schottenheimer was maybe told to open. The, and this is this is me just I'm just throwing out a thought. Defense does not look great. It's there's a lot of injuries. This could be the first year of that could a, be pretty scary. Yeah, it, this could <clears> and, be, they, and they had a hard time stopping the run last year. Yeah, this could be a, this could be the first year in the Carroll era of just kind of a subpar defense. We don't know what's going on in the secondary. You have one corner that uh, is does pretty well. You don't know what's going on on the other side. Your safety game is is questionable. We don't know what's going on there um trey flowers is he going to be he's going to step up he he hasn't had uh some great moments in camp he's missed some interceptions he's he's you know tipped some balls for touchdowns when he should have you know broken up the player at least done it they can't afford to have that kind of stuff happen in the regular season with the the defensive struggles that we're we're going to see so i'm wondering if if the seahawks themselves you know coach carroll you know schottenheimer um you know ken norton what these guys if they know that it's going to be a down year on defense and if they're opening up that playbook a little bit more because their thought process is they're just going to have to outscore everybody and to do that you are going to have to open up the playbook and there are russell's going to have to do more which is great because i've as much as i have been a critic i've said if you let him go and let him be a quarterback more traditional like throw the friggin' ball his game his game yeah but still letting him run and doing what russell wilson does they could become a really scary offense they've got yeah are they no-name guys yeah they are but they've got some they've got in my opinion some weapons at wide receiver i know we always compare and that's obviously they are the golden child but new england always has a lot of no names and you see yes. what they do so they well, and they do look at how new england builds their team they're it's all like mostly no names 
They don't sign. They get rid of guys before they hit that third year and they want their big deal. They're like, no, we're not getting that. Get out of here. We'll just find somebody else to replace you. On Cincinnati. Uh, we don't. We, uh, you know, on to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady isn't going to play here until he's 95 years old. <laughs> uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a really good time. Tom Brady for president. Yeah, on to Cincinnati. Uh, so, yeah, they're, that's you're right. You want to talk about a team that does it with no names? That's one that does. And so you've got you know Jaron Brown. You've got these got you know you've got Jazz Ferguson. You've got you know oh I hope makes the team. Who's looked pretty good in camp. You've got all these guys. You got DK Metcalf, who's going to hopefully make a huge splash. Um, you're only you got Tyler Lockett. That's your number one basically, and he's the only one that you're like, oh yeah, Tyler Lockett. He plays for the Seahawks. He's a good guy. He's really good at his, at his position. Right. Everybody else is like, who? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Besides yeah. DK, because everyone was so excited. With, you know, they know him from the draft and everything else. But who is all these? You know, we don't know. But I think that at least based on what I've what I'm hearing that they could they could become a scary offense and my thought is maybe that's on purpose because they're they think that the only chance they really have is at least to start the season until everybody comes back healthy they're just going to have to outscore everybody which is fine just rack up the points and and do what you can on defense and try and keep them to a um you know a minimum basically i'd be fine with that we shall see what happens but if that's the case do you think they get burnt out they in could. the first half of the season they could but what if that first half of the season they're having to go more open playbook lots of th- russell wilson magic lots of throws they get the defense back a little healthier everybody's back defensive play comes up a little bit and then they can actually switch back to that run first and do more of that you now have if they aren't doing as much running you got carson penny with rested legs they haven't been worked as hard because that's the problem is you're going to go run first. Those guys are going to be worn out <laughs> by the time you get to week 12. So, yeah, but the lung, uh, lung, a young, a young guy like Penny, though, tough. Penny needs lots of reps and yep. he needs to, he needs to take that, that next step forward. Obviously last year being a rookie, he really had zero, zero impact really. Um, you know, with that high of a pick on a running back, he needs to, he needs to be producing for, for Seattle. I agree. And I could be 100% wrong. I don't know. I don't work for the Seahawks. I'm just a guy who's a fan. But it'd be cool to see. Um, preseason game. Who are we playing? Broncos? Denver? Denver. Yeah. That's hey, John real. Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> game is in Seattle on Thursday. Uh, we get to see the Broncos. The Broncos yeah. with... Uh, um. Oh damn it! Who do they? Who? Do we, who here? Uh, my brain. Are the ones that sign. Are the ones that sign Flacco? Yes. Oh yeah, yes. Joe, Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's not going to be a great thing they did there. Isn't it amazing that that they have not with with who with Elway running that team? How they have not been able to get a good quarterback since Peyton Manning. It just blows my mind. One of them who didn't work out Paxton Lynch. Uh, that is one of the other stories that came out of Seahawks training camp is Russell had to be away. Uh, he went to a, I think it was grandfather's funeral. And so there was one day where it was just Paxton Lynch and Geno Smith. And you had a nice little battle for, to see, you know, well, which one of these guys is going to end up being the backup? My money is on Paxton Lynch because I think that Geno Smith sucks, <laughs> to be honest. I don't see how he could possibly be uh, and, and be the solution there. And it sounds like he hasn't done great in camp. Um, Paxton Lynch has actually looked decent. So that would be my bet for Russell's backup. But, again, I don't know. I'm just guessing. So, but uh, Denver, what am I looking for in the first preseason game? Same thing. I'm just, I w- I'm, I want to see defense wise. You're excited because your defense is gonna be good. I just want to <laughs> hold water. Tread I water. just, yeah, I just want to make uh, like make sure that they can, you know, do something. <laughs> well, I'm like I'm telling you, the the was it the first season? No, sorry, it was it was last year. 
I was telling you when when Dallas signed or not signed, but when they hired um, Chris Richard, I was all sorts of excited. Your and future head coach saw why, and it just looks like it's going to keep getting better. It was yeah. a huge hiring, huge, huge deal, tremendous. Uh, yeah, I I just want to see preseason for me. Yeah, it's the preseason; it doesn't count, but it does give you a look at the depth, which is so important. So I'll be looking for that. I'll be looking at, okay, so your starters, who's going to play? Great. Psalm, get him out of the game. Now let's look at everybody else. Who do we have? Um, your linebacking, you know, if you know, Bobby's not going to play. Um, there's injuries all over the place. So defensive side of the ball is what I want to see most. Again, I'm not too worried about offense at all, but it would be nice to see their back, you know, their third string pieces and see kind of how they're going to fit. Um, of course, you're going to see, you know, you've got, a lot of guys on the team that aren't going to make it and so kind of seeing who who really shows up and, and does well that doesn't mean they're going to make the team we've had some stellar preseason performances and you're like that dude's definitely going to make it and they end up getting cut well and we got to remember too there this will be the was it the first time last year also where there's just the one big yep. cut i think that was last year was so, the first year they did that you know well brutal yeah, where we'll, you have we'll hundreds of players hit the mark like hit the free agent wire all at once just and you guys are all done that's yeah so we'll see uh what else is going on that was it for seahawks stuff nfl news just have a couple stories i wanted to go over uh, i guess we could start with uh mr extension what do they call him tb12 <laughs> something like that <laughs> tb12 he's that he's that quarterback up in that uh new england area yeah you know he's uh I guess he's pretty good. Got something like five or six rings, somewhere around there. Something like that. Anyways, uh, signed a two-year deal. What twenty twenty-two million, twenty-one million, something like that. It takes his salary for twenty nineteen this season and bumps it up to like twenty-three million. Yeah. So Brady is such a. He's such the opposite of everyone else, because all these other quarterbacks they want their big deal, all this guaranteed money. And then you've got 42-year-old Tom Brady who continues to win. He won at 41. And he, all he does is every year just these tiny little deals. And like this one, he's signing a, an extension through, what was it, 2020? What did you say, 2021? Yeah. Yeah. But it, even, it was a weird contract because the way it works, like it, it actually voids at the end of this season. Yep. And so he actually potentially unless he signs something else he will be a free agent which is weird uh people can literally call him at the beginning of the of the new year and be like hey tom hey hey hey, hey, hey tom hey hey tom listen i oh, oh you already signed with okay <laughs> crap but it, it's just it's a weird contract it'll void itself and then i don't know it, it's just strange and he does this we all know the story his wife wakes makes way more money than he does by far and he's just all these other players talk about how they want rings they want you know but really all they want is money and rings are great but they also want their money tom just wants rings <laughs> he just wants more championships give me all the rings please. that's yeah all of them he's like i got 10 fingers that'd be <laughs> ten great toes that'd be great to, yeah let's start with the fingers <laughs> super bowl rings on my toes kind of weird but <laughs> <laughs> but he he just I just think as, as much as I can't stand the guy, I respect him. We've talked about this a million times, but respect him, his legacy. Obviously, he's the GOAT, uh, in my opinion. And for a a player in his position to do things completely opposite of what everybody else does, it's just nuts to me. And I can't – it actually like, hurts my brain to wrap, try and wrap around it because it makes zero sense. Zero sense. Well, when you've after you've won four, you can start doing things that make zero sense. True, true. It's it's just it's crazy. So he he wants to play at least fifty, and he very well could. Obviously, he doesn't want to play anywhere else but New England. But I still think if he feels if New England at some point is ready to move on, and and he still wants to play, he'll play somewhere else. But he'll sign like another little deal. Won't matter. <laughs> Fine. Yeah seven seven month deal yeah give me a <laughs> give me a i only want the deal to run from week one to week till super bowl because i'm gonna win that for you by the way yeah you're 54 tom yeah but i can do it 
<laughs> I can do it. Uh, yeah. So, but that that's just every year we're still going to continue to have. Oh, Tom Brady signed another little extension. It's cute. Uh, <laughs> story number two, just because we talk about, you know, everyone was excited for like Hall of Fame game. Football's back. Hooray. Yeah. yeah. Ratings were down like 20%. Yeah. Not good. Nobody wants to watch the Hall of Fame game. Nobody wants to watch preseason football. So is there cause for concern? I mean, 20% is a big number when it comes to TV ratings and being down from year over year. Um, Should the NFL no, be worried? Not, not for, not for, no, not for a Hall of Fame preseason game. No. Would they? And it was on, uh, wasn't it on NFL Network? Yes. So there you go. I mean, no, it's on NBC. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Collinsworth, I remember. Oh, I heard yeah. Him. Oh yeah, because he kept he busted out the RPOs, RPO, RPO, <laughs> RPO. Um, nah, and you know what? They have they have so much damn money already. Anyway, just it's okay. Chill. What preseason? Chill, bro. <laughs> so, but if if a ratings tumble, say that continues through preseason and actually into the regular season. At what point do you get worried if you're the NFL? Do you get concerned with fatigue at all? Because it's the most popular sport in America. I get it. However, at some point, like most things, it peaks, and there'll be peaks and valleys. Well, you can they get concerned. Well, you can start by looking at the commissioner, and you can just start by looking at all the rules that get added in, and just the you know the product that's out there. Speaking of rules, they did the first uh, PI challenge. challenge. Did you did you catch that? I did. What'd you think? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> did it correct? I mean, it was yeah. it did exactly what it was supposed to do, and uh, that seemed like one that was a fairly, you know, one of those fairly simple ones. Right. We'll see what happens when it comes to the other ones. Right. I'm not too concerned about it. As long as it doesn't hold up the game too much, I'm I'm fine with it. And you well, and actually, we just talked about it. Maybe ratings are down because people are tired of just seeing the Patriots win it all. I'm tired of that. And people are like, ah, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll probably be it'll probably be New England and been been tired of watching anything. But um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think we'll see what happens comes regular season. But I don't think there's going to be a, a big massive drop off. No. Uh, and then finally another extension, which was gigantic. Michael Thomas, New, New Orleans. Yep. Five years, hundred million. Yep. And then um, I mean, good grief. And it was it was actually like to be to be fair. To be fair, uh, te- technically it was like ninety six million, something like that. But a whole bunch of it is all like like incentive based, like. Um, well, they, with the incentives and then meeting meeting thresholds and combinations of things to get to a certain amount, um, you know, definitely if you're Dallas, you're looking at that and saying, okay, well, we need to we need to sign Amari Cooper, and it's probably going to be something extre- you know very 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 mm-hmm. similar to that. Um, so, we'll you think he is? You're a more football guru than me. I mean, is, do you think Michael Thomas is worth that money? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. He um since coming in since coming in the league, just everything he's done for that team and how much better he's been than the four or five or six four or five wide receivers that were picked in front of him. Um yeah, that's that's a dangerous weapon for and has been for Drew Brees and we'll see, you know, if 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 it is Teddy Bridgewater that ends up, you know, um taking over when Brees is done or if they have a you know high draft pick or bring in you know another good quarterback that's that's a really good weapon to have and definitely one of those players that fits that dome style um so yeah definitely definitely a good deal for for Michael Thomas speaking of wide receivers though I was going to ask you a story that kind of it's been floating around a little bit but did you see that picture of Antonio Brown's feet no i did not okay all off season and all this crap he's just he does his training and he's just wearing like Gucci loafer, just everything he was wearing in most of his video training videos was anything but cleats training, training or training shoes. shoes. So it was like <laughs> flip flops and sandals and this, that, I mean, just all this stuff. But anyways, whether that, whether or not that's not, that's, this is the issue. I don't know. Anyways, there's a picture where he's holding up both of his feet and 
you know, like you're like on the heel of your foot when you get a really big callus. Yeah. And it's like a thick one. Yeah. And and all that jazz. Anyways, from from toes to heel is just one giant big callus that's like cracked all over. So his his foot looks like it exploded, both of his feet. And that's why he, you know, he's been out of practice and he's seeing his foot specialists and stuff. Yeah, his feet are effed up. Effed. Ah! <laughs> Jesus. Don't Google it. Wow. Dude, maybe wear some shoes, bro. Nasty? Put some lotion on. Yeah, like lotion those up. Where's you, you got money? Go go go, I get, mean, go get pedicures. God, and all that takes is just wearing proper footwear while you're training. Like and take care of your feet. Yeah, as a professional athlete, that should That's be kind of, of embarrassing. Your number, one, your number one priority is taking care of your feet. This is like Forrest Gump. Take care of your feet. Always yeah. bring a pair of socks. We stop, change your socks. <laughs> it's true. A hundred percent correct. That's ugly and not good. Not good at all. Not good. Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Okay, so uh, because we ended up recording on Monday and I, I I didn't have any time to post for a mailbag, so we don't have any questions this week except for Mr. Dennis. Hashtag Dennis from Ohio is chiming in with this week's question. Hey, guys, what's up? Dennis from Ohio here with my question for the week. Uh, this is for either one of you guys. Uh, what do you think the uh, combination of Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt will be like for Cleveland because they think, honestly, out here they're going to win the Super Bowl just because of how they finished the season last year. And do you think that if there's going to be any drama, uh, I think it's going to be between OBJ and Baker Mayfield. How do you think Baker Mayfield will handle it? Definitely curious what you guys think. And as always, stay buttery smooth. And hashtag Jimmy Graff, go 49ers. Also, <laughs> if you guys listen... Another plug for these guys. Give them a review, good or bad. I know a lot of people listen. So it's the time. Give them a review. Other than that, have a good day. Oh, I thank you, Dennis. We don't even need to have plug our own review and like tell people to do it. He's doing it for us. Thanks, buddy. Cleveland. So I said it a lot last year. I thought Cleveland was going to be good. Um, They, you know, once Baker got put in, you saw that team turn around. Finished the season strong and had a shot at. Um, you gonna drink some of your Fiji water there? <laughs> Sorry, Fiji Hold water make it all me, better. Let me sit up. Ah, dad noises. <laughs> um, you definitely saw, you know, what they were able to do, and it was exciting. That was a fun team to watch. And then now with the uh, addition of uh, um, Odell Beckham and Cream Hunt. That definitely, you know, obviously on paper, that does look like a very scary team. Um, but as we know, when you get a lot of big name stars like that together, you know, the majority of the time it really doesn't work out. Um, now, I think, I think the, I think the Odell signing is a big one, and I think that he will definitely make that that offense better. Now, the Cream Hunt one. Um. I have obviously have my uh, personal feelings towards Mr. Hunt and don't really care for him, but unfortunately he is a good ball player and um, it all depends on, it all depends to me. It all depends on if that offensive coordinator can put all those pieces together and use them all properly. Um, You know, Baker is definitely a leader and I think that I, I don't think Odell is that leader type. He's definitely, you know, a, a, um, follower now he he does have his drama and all that crap whatever but he's definitely not a leader i think if 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 he was that leader type i think there would be a whole lot of clashing i don't think there's going to be a lot of i think it's a bunch of young guys together it's not you know odell and eli you got you know two completely different kinds of people and and totally different you know different ages that i think that kind of plays into a little bit of the stuff that you would see between those two with Baker and, and Odell and obviously Odell and Jarvis played at LSU together and have known each other for a long time. I think they, they're going to, if they're going to have things is 
issues or whatever that handle um, go on on the sideline, I think those are going to be bigger things than they actually are because they know each other. And to everyone else, it's going to seem like, oh, well, look at these two. You know, they're they're oh, they're they're fighting or they're doing this and that. When in reality, it's probably just that's you know, it's Every like, it's like fight, it's like you know, fighting with a brother. You yep. you guys, that's just how you're doing it or whatever. Um, but I think I I really do think that. Um, that is Baker's team and it didn't take long. Um, but he's, I think he's got the respect of the majority, if not everybody there. And that is his team. And you saw it like we were talking about earlier or before the show was it only took one season or, you know, three quarters of a season and Cleveland is in love with, uh, Baker Mayfield. You saw it in the baseball game, you know, shotgun in the beer and how just nuts the crowd, which was by going. the way, it was fantastic. Oh, I was, I was, I was, the whole, the whole, was fantastic. the whole operation, you know, the, the, the guy who threw him the can just using his teeth to crack the bottom yeah, of it. Like, it was just smooth. It was like, damn, that was pretty damn smooth. It's just ridiculous, but awesome. Like all at the same time, you're, you're it's Baker Mayfield is personality wise for a quarterback in the NFL. It, he's different than everybody else. He talks shit. The newer generation. Yep. He talks shit. And yes, the newer generation, um, not just quarterbacks, but just kids and stuff, they like to talk shit. They do like to talk a lot of shit. But he also is not, doesn't put up with anybody's shit. He'll call somebody out. He's not afraid to do that. He walked in. like He immediately owned the team. And I, from what I hear on Sports Talk Radio and reports, like everyone there loves him. All the players love him and love that he is that type of guy. And so... You're they gonna, know that he gives them a good chance to yep, win. Yep. And I mean, Cleveland is one of those things where if they make the playoffs this season, if you want to talk about a, a redemption story, the Cleveland Browns is, is that story because was it two seasons ago? They were on 16. So they were awful and they've been a joke for, so many years and and now they have put a roster together they have a quarterback who is despite all the criticism that he gets for his personality and just his college personality just everything everyone else talks shit when you well but when you see when you see baker and just what he did you're like that is a good quarterback yeah he is a good quarterback and when you've had 30, 32, or 33, however many quarterbacks they've that team has had since, you know, 99. 154. You would, <laughs> I, the whole, I could see why Cleveland, you know, Cleveland loves him, and I could see why that organization and the players are all, you know, so happy to have him. Because they, like you said, they finally feel like they have a shot. Like they, fans probably actually finally feel like, oh my God, we are going to be competitive. Yep. And the national media is feeding right into that and giving them the attention and saying, hey, these guys are going to be something. Watch out. And like and, I said, redemption story. And finally making the move to get rid of Hugh Jackson and seeing the players that John Dorsey's been bringing in there. I yeah. mean, that's, it's going to be exciting. And I, I, I rooted for Cleveland last year, and I'll root for them this year. Definitely. I think they make the playoffs. I mean, we'll do – at the end of preseason, we'll do our – like we did last year, we'll do predictions for divisions and teams and all that type of thing. But I, I – I, based on the roster and and everything else, I, I just don't see how they – I mean, they're Cleveland, so they could absolutely bomb. <laughs> but But I don't see that happening. Um, Super Bowl, though, no. I didn't say Super Bowl. I said no, 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 no. But that was Dennis's yeah. question. Den- oh, yeah. No, that's not. Maybe not this year. Uh, could happen. They're a couple pieces away, maybe. But this is also a, a Cowboys-Seahawks show, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but Dennis hit on it. Hey, Dennis, thank you, sir, for uh, calling in again. We love your contribution to our show. You're definitely our... One of our number one fans. I don't want to exclude Always. people and say you're our number one fan. He's one of. One of. Everyone is our number one fan. All five of you. <laughs> um, Thanks for letting us into your ears. <laughs> I hope it's as enjoyable as it is for us to send it out to you. <laughs> Just a little tickle. So, 
does my beard feel? I, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should record on Mondays more often. We should. We're a little looser. Uh, Mondays suck. I hate them so much. But uh, it's been fun. Dennis, uh, he he actually, he said it perfectly. Reviews. We're going to ask for them again. That's the theme of this season. I don't see any. I just checked. I don't see any new on there. Uh, May was the last one we got when that Packers fan. Thank you very yes. much. Um, but, uh, yeah, jump on the iTunes, on the Apple podcast there, and, and give us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Helps us grow. Uh, we've had a huge huge uh lots of support in this uh season three of our show so we uh, very much appreciate it i wanted to go over a couple of things before we close it out one fantasy football uh i'm gonna i was gonna reactivate the league i had last year but i don't want just the same people if that's who we end up with great but i want to open it back up right to anyone and everyone we're only going to have the you know the 16 teams or whatever it was so it'll become a first come first serve. I'm gonna open it up next week just to get it going, and people can get in there and give you lots of time to get in because we'll do it between the end of preseason, the draft anyway, the end of preseason and week one. Um, Who was it that won last year? I don't remember. <laughs> Did Chelsea? Did your wife win last year? Maybe, or, or maybe she maybe she kicked everybody's ass all the way up to the very end. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm a hor- it's, that's horrible of me not to remember, but I don't remember. Somebody won, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so we're gonna do that again, but I'll open it up, and then so we'll talk about it uh, next week, and then I'll post it on on social media and stuff, get people interested. And like I said, first come first serve, so you'll have to jump in there, grab your spot, and and then get ready for the draft. Uh, the other thing we're gonna do, which is gonna be unlimited spots, you can go nuts. I would love, I, I would love to see a huge turnout. Andrew and I had a ton of fun last season uh, picking games, and uh, we still got to do our steak dinner thing because <laughs> we owe each other a steak dinner, and we're gonna do that. But uh, it was a ton of fun. We're gonna bring everybody else in on that. So uh, ESPN.com, uh, make sure you have a fantasy account on ESPN. One of the games they have on there is Pick Skin Pick 'Em. I do it every single year. It's just it's fun to go on there. You pick the winner of each game, uh, and in the Monday night game, you pick the the score for a tiebreaker, um, and then so we'll have a common ground football group, football podcast group, and so you'll create your entry, and then you just join that group, and then just you'll get reminders, and every single week, just make sure before that Thursday first Thursday night game that you go in and make your picks and submit them and then we'll just keep track of how everyone's doing and yeah there'll be some swag and some fun stuff for the winner maybe we'll come up maybe we'll come up with some sort of big big prize huge prize huge prize. we'll we'll discuss internally yes that'll be one we'll get back to you on one of our staff meetings (laughs) (laughs) we have those regularly by the way uh and i think that was it anything else you wanted to go before we do some game picks Mm. anything else you want to throw out to the people to the listeners nothing our listening audience, our, our, our listener, we've got some listeners. You know, I know five thousand one hundred and twenty-seven downloads. I believe when I checked before we started. That's nice. That's pretty fancy. I'll take it. Fancy town, USA. <laughs> <laughs> Should you be drinking that Fiji water? It's not even made here in America. <laughs> or is it made in America, but the water they like? from the islands of fiji a boat here from fiji natural artesian water which means a water facility pretty much built in fiji bottled at the source yeah the source being a sink in fiji <laughs> <laughs> but dang it it tastes good hey you know what let us know on the tweeter box at common ground fbp let us know what your favorite bottle of water is i just want to know i'm curious everyone has a favorite they all taste the same, really. Even better if there's a gif of the bottle of water. But you know what? Yes. Give us something. I want to know everybody's favorite. So at Common Ground FVP on Twitter, hit us up with, with your, favorite, uh, your favorite bottle of water. This has turned ridiculous, and I love it. And we're going to keep going with it. Uh, all right, game picks. It's, it's preseason. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. However, Dallas at San Francisco. Who's winning that game? San Francisco. Whoa. Not what I expected. <laughs> expected a uh dallas duh all right (laughs) why (laughs) it's preseason and it doesn't matter gotcha uh 
Denver at Seattle. Uh, Seattle's going to win. Uh, yeah, Denver. Okay, well, I think Dallas is going to win your game. How about that? <laughs> How about that? We'll just take opposites on everything. It's fine. Who cares? It's preseason chill, bro. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. It'll be so much fun. And until then, how about you go first this time? What? (laughs) Go Cowboys. I don't know what to say now. Oh, go Hawks. (laughs) 